We would like to warn our audience that the following piece contains sensitive content around pregnancy, IVF, chronic illness, a sick parent and motherhood. Welcome to this Play Inside. It's a new form of audio story designed to be listened to in your own home where the audience is asked to mirror the actions of the characters to gain a different experience of the story. To do it, you'll need a mobile device and a pair of headphones or earbuds to listen to it with as you move around. Don't worry, these will all be simple actions like walking to the kitchen or opening the fridge. The drama unfolds in places you find in most homes, like a bathroom, bedroom or kitchen. If you don't have access to some or all of these places, it's fine. You'll just have to imagine those spaces. For this play, you get to be your own director. While we ask you, where you can, to follow the characters as they move around the home and do the things they do, if you can't or don't feel like it, that's fine. You can still listen. We just suggest that you imagine the actions instead. For this play story to work, it needs you to do three things. First, and most important, if you share your home with other people, tell them what you're doing and ask them to ignore you for the next while. Second, if you can, set your phone to do not disturb. Third, if you're able, set up a few things. Make sure there's a mirror, paper and a pen in your bedroom. Pause to go and do these things now. OK, all done? Remember, there's no right or wrong way to do this, but where you can, mirror what the character is doing as they do it. You are in charge of your own journey. Take your time. And when you're ready, put your device in a pocket so that your hands are free. Welcome home. Have you ever wondered what goes on next door? How different and parallel lives play out, overlap and intertwine. How the drama of other people's lives unfolds. This is it. This is your chance to join those people and witness just a few minutes, just a flavour of what their days are like. Mish is lying in her bed. When was the last time you made a life decision? but then still weren't sure. Get in or on a bed and get cosy. ready for the morning already. I'm not ready for today. Come on. You got this. Do I need a wee? No. Okay. I have time. Maybe I should rest my hands on my womb. I feel like that's what people would do, right? Put hands just below belly. Oh, hold on. Maybe I should let my knees fall open? Less obstructions, more accessibility? Feet together, knees fall open slightly, fanny bits exposed, more accessibility. Okay, that's better. Focus. Belly, 
Okay. Take a deep breath in. Dear spirit child. Oh, too hippie. Uh, hey, little alien. I wanted to invite you to stay. To offer you a home. Maybe not both of you embryos in there. I'm not sure I'm ready for twins. But definitely one. I know it's a bit of a weird way to enter the world made in a Petri dish or something in a lab in Denmark and injected into my uterus by strangers, but in the grand scheme of things, I... Oh, fuck. I don't know. Growing up, a childless existence was never an option. We just assumed we'd be mothers. And we bled to prove it. But don't get pregnant, they said. No teen pregnancies. Don't be like the other brown girls. I'm not sure who said that, but I remember that. The TV, perhaps? Prove them wrong. You're not like them. Baby at 18 was never an option. But if I'd known it was my only chance, never expected to be 40 and childless, but equally I didn't know if I wanted a child. And now, I hang out with the people that could be old enough to be my child. 22 years old. <laughs> Sliding doors. I wish... What do I wish? That I didn't need to make this decision. <laughs> 10k spent. Two embryos in my womb and still not sure. Focus. Breathe. Somewhere in the interspace between the spirit world and the living, little alien, choose to stay here. Look, I just wanted to say that I really hope one of you decides to stay and hang out in my womb for a while. Well, for a full nine months, ideally. And then, we'll hang out together for the rest of our lives. At least, until I die. Oh shit. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna offer up a world of warmth and safety and then I'm gonna die. And leave them. To fend for themselves? Oh, I am too old to be doing this. Oh, for fuck's sake. Most parents die before their children. Most children have parents, not parent. <sighs> it's fine. You'll be fine. Focus. <laughs> Mel wrote on her wall something about how being in your 40s means you have wisdom from having raised a family and run a household. I am in my 40s. I have done neither of those things. Rub your belly. Anyway, I'm sure you're in there already. So I'm a bit late for the invite, but it's there anyway. I know I won't be perfect, but I'll try my hardest. 
I won't ever tell you that you're not good enough. Or that you're not grown up enough to have a child by yourself at 40. That you're not responsible enough. I won't say that. I won't victimise myself every time you try to tell me I've done something that has been hurtful or that needs reflection and an apology. I won't wake you up in the middle of the night having a screaming argument with your father and ask you there and then, aged eight, to choose between us. Well, mostly because we have no idea who your father is. Donor 4566. They said he was very handsome. Although I think they say that about everyone. Handsome, clever, and into sailing. <laughs> we probably won't be able to afford sailing. If God invented everything, then why is IVF not okay? Your grandmother-to-be is very religious, you see. But hopefully she'll come around when you arrive. If you arrive. What if she doesn't? What if she's right? Maybe I'm not ready. Maybe I can't do this by myself. You'll be alright without knowing your biological father, won't you? Fuck. What am I doing? Maybe you shouldn't come to stay. Shh. Shh, shh, shh. What if I repeat all the same patterns? Shh, shh, shh. Breathe. They are in. I want you to stay. Please. I want to be normal. Womb. I won't expect you to be anything. Just happy. But actually, if you can, like, change the world and invent something super awesome to fuck the patriarchy and bring about benevolent capitalism, we'll talk more about that a lot, then... I'll feel less guilty for bringing you to light at this really very messed up time. I'm sorry about that. Well, I guess we're already fucking the patriarchy by your very existence. Great start, comrade. I feel a warm glow on my body. Showcased. Here. Womb available. To a beautiful soul. Like I've been lit up for all the souls to see, to make their decision, to see my faults, to see my doubts. Please choose me. I think the we is coming. Are you here? I hope so. I don't want to get out of bed. Need to write today's to-do list. Where did I leave my paper and pen? Find the paper and pen. I'm not ready to know. I'm not ready. The two-week wait. Last day. People say they felt twinges, the ones that were pregnant. I have felt nothing. Don't cry. Your invite was too late. 
Too unsure. Too unwanted. Wanted, unwanted, which? Which fucking one? Okay. I need my to-do list. Pick up the pen. Write. To-do list. Okay. To-do today. Take meds. Write. One. Take meds. My meds. Vaginal pessaries. Anal pessaries. Folic acid. Baby aspirin. Inject clexane. Blood thinner. I'm not sure I can do three more months of this. Take photo of bruised belly. Write two. Take photo of bruised belly. For memories. Call mum. Write three. Call mum. Unless it's positive. Or negative. Actually, don't call. Cross off three. Call mum. Need to actually take pregnancy test. Write three. Take pregnancy test. I know it won't have worked. I just know it. But it's okay. Life is good. But what if it has? So many people's worked first time. I could be one of those. Four. Buy house. Uh, five. Break ancestral patterns. Six. Do all other things on lists that you haven't done for the last forever. Okay. It's time. I need a wee. Head to the bathroom and sit on the toilet ready to pee. Pants down. Sit on toilet. Right. Pregnancy test. Oh god, wait. Shit. Don't we yet. Read instructions. Just need to pee on the end of the stick for ten seconds. Oh shit. What? How do I get... Ugh! Shit! How do I not wee on my hand? Fuck! Okay. Pee. One elephant. Two elephant. Three elephant, four elephant, five elephant, six elephant, seven, eight, nine. Now to wait a minute. Stand up, flush toilet, put toilet seat down and sit on toilet seat. I hope I'll be a good mama bear, little alien. We'll have some great adventures together. I'll try not to leave you places. And remember to feed you. I'm sure you'll remind me of that. And then when we're older, we'll be friends, right? I really hope that we'll understand each other. That we like each other. And I hope that you can forgive me, you know, for the weird start and the not having a father thing. I'm so sorry you won't know who half of you is. I'm so sorry for that. Fuck. What am I doing? If it's negative, what then? A childless existence. Childless has been great so far. Child-free. 
10 years of new projects, new experiences, travel, fun and freedom. Whilst babies cried through the night, friends drowned in maternal guilt and parental anxiety, negotiated cracked nipples, cracked relationships, mortgages, extensions, not feeding, not enough sleep, not enough time. 10 minutes of freedom a day. 10 minutes. Is that what I really want? I need to stand. By the sink. The ceramic feels cold to touch. I need to wash my hands. Turn on the warm water and wash hands. The water is warm against my cold hands. My gut tense, my stomach knotted. My freedom feels like a doorway to infinite new experiences. But there are no experiences as wild as birthing and raising a child. Dry hands and sit back down on the Lucy. Take a deep breath in. Please, please, please just let it have worked this time. What does it say? Negative. Fuck. Move to a living room. Zoe is standing in the middle of the living room. They're looking around, frantically, behind sofa cushions onto the chair, breathing fast. It's been a tough few weeks, and it's again time to leave for the hospital to see Mum. Have you ever been in such a panic to leave the house? Everything takes you three times as long. Breathe with them. In and out. In and out. In and out. keys the keys the keys i know they're in this room look concentrate where are they oh, what is wrong with my brain stop wait breathe you're panicking it's not gonna help just look around slowly that rainbow key ring Whenever mum gets sick, I always lose my keys. There's something about the capacity needed to cope with the worst enormous things that enables the smallest central objects of life to just vanish. Rainbow key fab. From my first ever pride with my first ever girlfriend. Oh, it was perfect. Well, sort of. Bit strange when the other girlfriend is there too. So queer though. I try to be so cool, 
trying to tell myself, I can deal with it. She needs to spend Valentine's Day with someone else. I can take it, I can take anything. Except this, I don't have time for losing stuff. I have to get to the hospital. At times like this, it feels like my life was lived mostly in the spaces between consequences of insane, incomprehensible circumstances crashing in uninvited. Smaller things get eclipsed by an unspoken dread of the worst possible thing. But somehow, irreverent in digi hospital corridors, relentlessly optimistic mum made those spaces fun. With stories, silly voices, charming the nurses, joking with tragedy, turning darkest times to delight. When did I last have them? When I came in last night, I went... I went... straight into the kitchen for food. Go and look in the kitchen. Okay. Kitchen. Keys. Not on the counter. This is where I first kissed Ella. The discovery of putting a hand around that soft, slim waist and pulling her towards me and feeling strong and vulnerable was both natural and stunningly new. So strange to be held like that by someone half my size. Embarrassing at first somehow to be the bigger person. Until at last I let go into the holding. Allowing the tenderest part of me to rest in that gentle space. For a moment. While I wondered out how it could be that a touch which alters everything. Could feel so light. Look around, slowly. Fridge. Open the fridge. Mmm, my cousin not in there. On the ICU, me and Jess began formation for a grief dance. Across Mum's bed. Framed by beeping machines, I see my sister silently wipe a heavily weighted tear. And I keep thinking, I'm just not ready. There is more to say. I'm not sure what, but I thought there would be more time. What would I say? If I lose her, I can't imagine the blank future of a life without her. That unconditional presence of a person who always noticed a bruise on my arm, a label sticking out. Oh, God. God. Oh, God. Just breathe. Just breathe. It's okay. It's okay. Lean against the laptop. She's still here. Just tell her. What? 
How can I know when my life has existed on this thin stretching of borrowed time? Weighted down by life's unapologetic brutalities. The only way to live amongst it was to hide in the TV, shut down in silence, cut off to feeling. Never speak in real words that would puncture through and rip wide through our family's play at normal life. Get a glass. Pour yourself some water. Have a drink. Breathe. Sometimes you just have to say it. I think I'm quite in love with you. Alice smiles. Tears in her eyes and touches my cheek. She tells me, don't look so afraid then. Problem is, she doesn't know what my body does. That love for another means pain. Breathe. Drink the water. Close your eyes. Sometimes you just have to say it. This time, I really thought we were going to lose you. Mum smiles, puts her paper thin hand on mine, and says, Some people go through life unable to appreciate the smell of summer or a butterfly. But hearts grown up, watered with tears, leave a deeper wake as they move through life. Problem is, she doesn't know that my heart is warded off. Because everyone must go. It's safer not to feel at all, right? God, I'm never gonna find them. <sighs> What is wrong with me? <sighs> sit down. Find somewhere to sit, Zoe. I'm panicking. Stop. Close your eyes. Feel your body's weight on the seat, your feet on the floor. Massage your hands. Where I grew up, it was necessary to fit in. Real girls wore dresses and plucked their facial hair. God, I tried so hard. Lesbian was an insult. Convent school, not sure we believed gays even really existed. They were sort of mythical, like centaurs or dragons. Dangerous. 
like abortions and divorce. I was 15. Abby Marshall. Mm, my love for her was the most explosive thing I'd ever felt. Had to kill it. Squash that feeling down, down, down and hide. Try to make it work with boys. So I end up a divorced abortionee instead and now I'm queer too. It's a straight flush bingo in the Catholic You're Going to Hell game. Is that really where it's been? All this time? Buried under you're not allowed and there's no room for? Mum told us we were the reason she lived. But at 39 with no kids, what's my value? I always did what I thought I was supposed to. 20 years of heteronormative relationships, last one with a man predicated explicitly on his sperm availability, but none stuck. Complex traumas are Teflon for relationships. When I met Ella, I almost couldn't turn my gaze to look at her. She's too lovely. Taking up the whole picture. Her queerness enacting my own hidden possibility. So I glance at her bicycle, an ear, the side of her shoe, the corner of her mouth, and play the charm game instead. I tell her, she's late. She twinkles, smiles, gives me the look. The one perfected to make young baristas blush. And me. So by that night, I'm writing poetry while my phone lights up with WhatsApp pings and she tells me I'll put a lump in her chest. Okay, calm enough. That's better. It's going to be okay, Zoe. There's time. Take your time. We'll get there. When Mum went into hospital, Ella just turned up at my door, said you shouldn't be alone, and stayed for a week. I don't know how it happened. How something so complex and new can feel so easy but it's snuck in and now even though I can see all the endings I think I'm in love again my closed offness sent into chaos by a woman who just turned up at my door ah front door are they still in the front door go open the front door and have a look It's going to be okay. When I see mum, I say my most important words. I know I am loved. She closes her eyes, smiles in the glow of it, then leans forward and tells me that I am of her. Stuff of her body. It's an essential knowledge, a sure belonging I can take with me everywhere that no ending can uncouple. A mystery rippling onwards that permeates and colours all of my connections. And so we'll go on beyond my ending too.
still no keys. She's bringing over my spare key. Time to put the kettle on. Dee has her hands on her hips, looking at the washing machine. Have you ever used appliances, washing machines, microwaves, kettles, as timer countdowns to sort out your entire life? If you have a washing machine, go and stand in front of it. The Beast of Adulthood. Countdown to the next thing that needs to be done. Then the next. And the next. The next load. My washing machine is about to explode. It's on its last ten minutes. This is the time of the spin when it clocks it has everything to lose. It's been having a lovely wishy time for 47 minutes, sloshing about. But now, in the last moments of its cycle, all the bubbles will get crushed by the pressure. The clock in the kitchen conservatory is drowned by the fourth load of second-hand small clothes. The baby is full term and there is everything to get sorted before the final beep of doneness. Take ten, my partner says. It's startling how reassured it sounds. He has set up the finger paints with the toddler. She's in a spotty IKEA smock, her little legs kicking the air beneath her high chair. The floor has been left unguarded. Her hands reach for the open purple paint pot. I inhale sharply, expecting chaos. Not in here he says. I notice the feel of my face, how it's held hostage by hypothetical disasters, teeth clinging to one another, jaw, a vault of need twos, lower chin to chest. Slowly and gently roll head from side to side. Go somewhere where the mess won't bother you, he says. Leave the kitchen is what he means. So near to red. So near to shutting down. This is waddling through to the living room. Each foot landing on the floor with the enthusiasm of a mud pie.
the temperature is cooler in the centre of the house. Painted yellow to emulate the sun. Optimism, joy, zest, a young family home. Once upon a time, this room was a party room. Now, it's a playroom, bursting with toys. I can't think of anything else I'd rather do but swoop to sweep them into a toy box home, put the pieces back into their box, kneel down, real, real slow. Kneel down, Dee. Take your time. Ooh. Kneeling. Puzzle pieces are scattered across the pine wood floor. Slipping hazards. Everything is a threat. Twelve makes a complete set of vehicles. Sports car with a horse trailer. I think about my relentless need to get to the front of the motorway. Tractor with speedboat. I never want to be 50 in the fast lane. A caravan. But it's impossible to get to the front. There is no front. There is always more road. These people could go anywhere. I am stuck. <laughs> Actually stuck. <laughs> 39 weeks pregnant, getting down is not the problem. It's the getting up. Right. Um... Take 10, D. I hear again. I am stuck. I am looking at the floor. Duplo and Dolly and Dipsy are sprawled out having a plastic food picnic. I can't stay like this. Moving this body is a Saturday night telly event. It takes about a week, and the voice of the ref from old school gladiators is the motivator. A body. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Oh, I need to get up. Hitch up your knee now. Slowly surge forward and land foot on floor. Grab hold of something nearby. Steady yourself. Now, the other side. Use that momentum. Grunt, tug, smooth as birth. One more, you can do it. And stand, yes! Waddle until there is a sofa within reach. Like the travelator. Sit down for a moment. Breathe. Before the toddler was born, we smashed walls. We'd been together for a year and suddenly we were thrust together forever. Lust to love and now, looking through the barrel of our home, there's no separation. The open plan lets in light. The hallway joins the rooms into an endless circle which can only be escaped via the living room or the front door. Some evenings, we chase the toddler round and round, hiding behind corners and fridges for surprises. If she runs into the living room, she squeals at being caught. 
She knows it's all a ruse. Orange juice drunk 13 minutes ago is giving me acid reflux. It's as if a runaway train is grinding to an eternal halt down my throat. Body filled with more body. This pregnancy has been a marmite and strawberry jam sandwich. <sighs> Stare out the window. Rooms away from obligation. It's late afternoon. The sunshine invites itself in. Swollen balloons are lost up there in the sky. Cyclists race birds. Cars park their sounds in this room. Dust squats the fireplace. A sweet harmony creeps in from the kitchen, chaperoned by the smell of bolognese. Think of coleslaw and marmite. The kid is painting the alphabet. Mama, mama. Paintbrush drops, lands with a splatter on the floor. Ignore it, D. Take ten, remember. My baby moves inside of my belly. Legs stretching flesh. My arms stay where they are. Hands enjoying themselves with the fabric of the sofa. Feeling themselves meet each other and touch. Heart like a maraca. Listen. The baby is erupting. The toddler is spewing all their language. The world is so small now. Crashing itself into valleys and volcanoes. Okay. A few minutes of yoga. That will help. Yoga with Adrienne. Place feet on the floor. Listen to them creak under the weight of an idea. Now, slowly, move down to all fours. Belly dangles like a full moon. There, into the carpet, erode a little more. The carpet is nibbling at the flesh of knees. It's time to move. Find a way to lie down. Lie down on your back. And breathe. Should call someone. Should reach out, really. If I looked at my call log, who would be there? Who means anything in this time? Who's been made time for? Check in. Remember laying out on the carpet when it was first laid, days before the first one's birth. Sniffing the synthetic fibres, the toxic scent of adulthood and coupling. Think about the stain of the Henry Hoover, where history slit itself open and poured its demolition dust onto the newness. Move body 
to lie on side, to fetus position. Breathe in and release everything. Listen, can you hear it? The washing machine is beeping. Jeanne is sitting in her hallway, facing her front door with her hands on her lower stomach. If you can, sit facing your front door and put your hands on your lower stomach, underneath your belly button. Jeanne has not slept well and is feeling tired. She's waiting for a cramp in her womb to pass. Have you ever been in so much pain the only thing you could do was to breathe? She's breathing deeply. Breathe with her. In. And out. Breathe in. And out. Breathe in. And out. This is going to be a give-yourself-instructions kind of day. That's it, Sean. Cramps will pass in a minute. Just sit it out. It's not like you've got to go to work. No rush. That's the neighbour's children, loud as always. <laughs> but at least they remind me that there's a whole world going on out there. Ah. The postman. Two brown envelopes and a white one. Bills. They'll just have to join all the others living under the letterbox. Maybe the pole will become so high, they'll reach all the way back up and the postman won't be able to push any more through. One day I'll look through them all, just not today. Oh, gosh. This pain. Hot, fiery pokers twisting in my ovaries. <laughs> I need to lie down for a little while. Ease yourself onto the floor. Slowly, Sean. Slowly. Lay on your back. Get comfortable. Look around. Admire the view. Oh. <laughs> It's nice and cool down here. Hmm. Orange lampshade looks rather lovely. eBay buy. Ew. Spider's web. Right hand corner of the ceiling. I'll get rid later. Ah. Take a deep breath. The cramps are easing. Okay. Let's do this, Sean. Slowly stand up. Slowly. That's it. 
shuffle over to the wall. Put hands on the wall. Steady yourself. That's it, Sean. You got this, girl. Slowly head towards the kitchen. That's it, Sean. One step. Two steps. Three steps. I so love my new gold sliders. A cheer myself up gift. eBay buy. Hey, Mrs. Fridge. How you doing? Hope you don't mind. Just need to rest against you for a min. Lean against Fridge. What do you think about my new red tartan tea towel? eBay buy. <laughs> Did I ever tell you why I love tartan so much, Mrs. Fridge? It's because of Susie, a doll I had as a kid. She had a beautiful red tartan dress. Mum hated Susie because Susie was white. Said, black children should have black dolls. But there weren't many back then in the 80s. I can see Mum now, standing in the yellow galley kitchen. A large map of Grenada pinned to the wall behind her, stirring a big pot full of soup and dumplings, dishing out a string of life rules. Live your life for yourself. Don't have children too young. Always have your own money and never be dependent upon a man. She might have made me too independent because I'm 45 and still ain't found the right man to settle down with. No children, no husband. Not that I'm complaining, Mrs Fridge, because up until I got sick, I think I had a pretty good life. I liked my job, regularly went out with friends, dated. Life wasn't perfect, but it was good. Right. Let's open you up then, Mrs Fridge. Open the fridge door. I fancy an apple juice, but you look rather bare, Mrs Fridge. No apple juice. You're right to tell me off, Mrs Fridge. It is my fault. I promise I'll order you some more food later. Sorry, Mrs Fridge. Close fridge. Bye, Mrs Fridge. Thank goodness the cramps have eased. Right. Come on, Sean, to the bedroom. Leave the kitchen, head to the bedroom. open bedroom door. What's happening out in the world? Head over to the window, step over the clothes on the floor, ignore them, Sean, clean up when you feel better. So stuffy in here. Walk to the window. One step, two steps, three steps. Hands on window, nose to glass, look outside. Feel the glass, cool, smooth on palms, calming. Open the window. Open it nice and wide. 
Let's get some fresh air in. Oh, my goodness. Number 10, is that you at it again with your new lover boy? Look up to the ceiling. Oh, you, number 10. It's one o'clock in the afternoon, for goodness sake. You're such a drama queen, number 10, with your fake orgasms. Full stage production, lights, camera, action. Wait for it, wait for it. She's coming, coming, coming. And she's come. Lover boy next. There he goes. All of what? Three long minutes. I hope you get a really bad case of thrush and cystitis all at the same time. Last thing I would want right now is sex, and the last thing I want to hear is anyone else having it. <gasps> Damn! Cramps back again. Place both hands on lower stomach, womb area. I remember when home was somewhere I just ate and slept. Adenomyosis changed that. Never heard of it until the doctor in A&E informed me after yet another visit, crawling in, scrunched over, begging for help. I was like, Addy who? Addy what? Addy where? He said, Adenomyosis. During your period, instead of shedding, some of the lining stays behind, set up home in the womb. No cure, he said. Only management. Make your way to the bed. That's it, Sean. One step. Two steps. Three steps. Sit on the edge. Take a load off your feet. I was in that job for four years, issuing parking permits to local residents. Nothing great, but I liked it and I was good at it. One day the boss pulled me into her office and said, you're taking too many days off. It's affecting your performance. Your colleagues are complaining about picking up your slack. Didn't know what to say. Just stood there and cried like a big fat baby. I'd only been taking time off when things got real bad. They all thought I was faking, exaggerating. No, this shit is crazy. Smash your head into a wall kind of crazy. A womb filled with hammering pickaxe kind of crazy. Bleeding like a full on burst dam kind of crazy. Vomiting until you wretch kind of crazy. Can't even drink a sip of water or you'll puke kind of crazy. Dropping a stone in five days, ribs poking out like disobedient children kind of crazy. Last straw? Lily in accounts announced into the office. I just heard Sean vomiting in the toilet. I think she might be pregnant. Didn't realise I was right behind her. Went as white as an unused sanitary towel when she saw me. Handed in my resignation the next day. That was six months ago. Even my friends have given up on me. Put up with me cancelling on them all the time. I just feel so tired. At least I got mum. No matter how old I get, I'm forever her baby. 
The meds are helping a bit. The GP said I've got to be patient, give them time to work. You know what? Periods are just so barbaric. It's the 21st century, for goodness sake, yet we bleed and bleed and bleed. Bring on menopause, I say. When my periods have finally disappeared forever, I'll make a massive bonfire. Strip naked, run around whooping and yelling, and I'll throw on my moon cups, all my tampons, pads and period knickers and watch them all burn, burn, burn. OK, Mira, give me a minute to get up and I'll come over. I know what you want me to do. The daily affirmations that I missed this morning. Take your time. Gently push your whole body off the bed. Slowly rise. Walk over to the mirror. That's it, Sean. One step. Two steps. Three steps. Yes, Mira. I'm looking straight into you. Into my tired eyes. Into last night's pain and lack of sleep. Holding my own gaze. Red eyeballs staring back at me. Dark half-moons underneath. Skin grey and dry. Repeating, I am going to be okay. I am going to be okay. I am going to be okay. Deep breath in for four, three, two, one. Hold it for seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Breathe out for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Repeating. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Find somewhere safe and comfortable to sit down. Breathe. Keep breathing. In. And out. In. And out. Thanks for taking the time for yourself today and for taking time hearing about other people's worlds. 
It's impossible, really, to actually know what another's experience is like, but there's always room for better understanding. Do you ever think about people like this, who may live on the other side of the walls that surround you? Do you think about their hopes and fears, how they're trying their best, just like you? We need each other more than ever. What action can you take to do better for people like this, or for your people next door? Take good care of yourself as you reconnect to your own world. Take a deep breath into your belly. All our characters are fictions based on real events in the writers' and their communities' lives. We want to thank all the people who contributed their time to sharing their stories with this project and the fantastic team. Sean was played by Carol Walton and written by Kat Francois. Dee was played by Michelle Roach and written by Diana Roger. Mish was played by Lindsay Morell and written by Michelle Roach. Zoe was played by Alexi Walker and written by Rosie Pobright. The narrator was played by Leah Marks. The sound designer was Alexis Ademora. The creative producer was Michelle Roach and the director was Rosie Pobright. This was a Splash and Ripple production in partnership with We Rebel and funded by Arts Council England. It's also part of a research PhD at UWE by Rosie, developing the concept of the embodied story. We don't want this to be the only play inside. If you have a story you think should be shared in this way, please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Hi, this is Rosie from the Play Inside team. I hope you enjoyed your experience today. If you did, and you have a few spare quid knocking around, we would massively appreciate a donation through our coffee page. Links should be wherever you found this audio. And all of that money goes to the artists involved in the project as a profit share, with an extra share going towards the next iteration of Play Inside, the next set of stories that we're hoping to make. So we'd love it if you could bung us some cash. Massively appreciate it. Of course, if money's a problem, please don't worry about it. We're just glad that you gave us some of your time today. Thanks. <laughs>